Hey, this week we end May There Be Blood Month, uh, the month where we spent uh, watching and talking about the overly gory and bloody. Uh, and we are ending with the grandfather of gore, Lucio Fulci, and his movie The Beyond from 1981. We have a terrific time talking about that movie. It's a great movie. Lots of cool visuals and cool gore and blood. Uh, the, yeah, but it doesn't make any sense, right? The Beyond doesn't make any sense. Uh, and we talk about how much sense it doesn't make. <laughs> but who cares? We love that movie and we had a great time talking about it. And we hope you guys dig it. Um, also discussed, Mel talks about some television. Uh, she talks about, um, Stranger Things season four, which, uh, I think she talks about the first couple episodes. No spoilers. We don't have any spoilers in any of the Stranger Things discussions yet. Um, uh, so she talks a little about that. We both saw Men in theaters, uh, Alexander Garland's movie, um, from, uh, from this year. <laughs> it's still in theaters, I think. 2022 um melissa also discusses discusses masters of horror episode seven and eight from 2005 she continues going through those for the first time ever uh i talk about the sadness from 2022 is released uh recently a couple weeks ago and i also talk about 1988's death spa this is forsaken cinema episode 94 Oh, did you just break that? Up. <laughs> that thing is so jacked and up. Down. There we go. Right. I'll buy you a new one. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm going to. It's, it, I did this to myself. Let me suffer. No, I'll get you one that doesn't break like that. I'll pay the consequences. You don't have to live that way. I do. No, this you is punishment for what? For my choices. <laughs> what choices? <laughs> my choice to treat this like shit. Like, all right. Is that how we want to intro the show? I don't care how you intro the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our <laughs> show. <laughs> happy Memorial Day. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, because you, you didn't say not, happy. Yeah. We're recording on Memorial Day. And yeah. That's why I said that. Oh, well, but I take greetings it back. on Memorial Day. <laughs> I take it back. Uh, this is Memorial Day of the past. Yeah. Happy past Memorial Day. <laughs> anyway, I'm your host, Chuck. And I'm your hardcore host, Mel. Indeed you are, and this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss our favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies mm -hmm. based on a monthly theme. Mm -hmm. A well, monthly theme. Well, this well, one's a little... Well, this one's going to be outside of the month, but I really wanted to do the beyond, so we're doing it. Yeah, and just pretend, like, when you listen that it's still that May. That it's still May. Yeah. Uh, and this month's theme, as we've been saying all month, is May There Be Blood. Ooh. We have been focusing on... There's a hair on my mic, and it's like going into my nose it's probably and driving a cat hair, me nuts because that happens to me over here all the time yeah or maybe it's your nose hair maybe then we're getting old well anyway <laughs> uh we have been focusing on the exceptionally gory and bloody films that makes in sense horror mm -hmm. we did evil dead 2013 remake mm -hmm. with its seventy thousand gallons of blood Yeet. we did Oh, this is cool because uh, we're doing Lucio Fulci's The Beyond. We started the month with The Godfather of yeah. Gore, Herschel Gordon-Lewis, with The Wizard of Gore. Mm -hmm. We're ending the month with The Beyond, with The Grandfather of Gore. Yes, I don't know how go. they differentiate the two or how that makes know. sense, but whatever. But there's no Montag. Lucio, Lucio Fulci. No, no Montag, unfortunately. <laughs> 
Um, we do have a lot of head scratching things to talk about. Enjoyably head scratching. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But we'll get to that later. Correct. Uh, and before we do, we're going to talk about the movies we watched. Yes. This week, spoiler free. Okay. I don't know why I said that. So, do you want to talk <laughs> about the movie that yeah, we watched watch? together? Oh, you want to you want you want to talk about that movie? I'm going to mention the movie. I feel like me talking about it pissed you off yesterday. Yes, it's <laughs> a little bit. Not yesterday, two days ago, whatever. Uh, just I don't know. I think we're going to see it from two different point of views, maybe. Okay. Anyways. Charles, Chortles, and Sideshow Mike and I went and saw Men. We did. On the movie. The movie. Not we didn't the, just you know. go look at men. Well, we did. I mean, we did. There were some There around. were men. It, yeah, we did look at men, but like that wasn't what the, the movie's called Men. Okay. I well, we saw it. just make clear that we, didn't, we don't just go around and look at men. Written and directed by Alex Garland, <laughs> who Chuck actually really likes, but I apparently. I love Alexander Garland. He wrote 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. He made Annihilation. Mm-hmm. He made Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. And it stars Jessie Buckley, who I know from a couple of things, and she's really good. Um, hey, she was great. Yeah, yeah, she's a phenomenal actress. Yeah, she's really, really good. I think she actually just won an award for like a supporting actress or whatever so good for her Doesn't not in this role, but yeah she kills everything she does yeah she was, um, she, was she was exceptional she yeah, was a she really was really good actor and uh she was a part of the movie that i enjoyed yeah oh i got you okay <laughs> Uh, so the synopsis on IMDb, which is slightly correct, I don't know. A young woman goes on a solo vacation in the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. Ex-husband. Ex. Yeah, that was her husband. She wanted a divorce. Yeah, but well, they did didn't they get, get the divorce? I mean, before he's his death, ex, which they, he's an ex-husband because he's dead, I guess. Yeah, we usually just say like widowed, like my, you know, yeah, you still widowed. say my husband usually when you refer to your dead husband who you yeah, didn't. You don't really refer to But it doesn't ex. matter. That's ni- right. neither here nor there. Anyways, I this one kind of has to sit with you, I think. Uh, for, I know a lot of people really like it. It has really good reviews. Uh, I'm on the fence. Does it have good reviews? It does. I'm on the fence. Um, it has 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb and that's like really good oh, for really? IMDb. I, yeah. I trust Letterboxd. Oh, I don't because everyone's reviews is always a fucking joke on there. It's true. A lot of so, times they are. But anyways, overall, uh, three point on Letterbox. Yeah, so it, that's that 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 just means a Letterbox that uh, it's a good movie. It's a decent movie. I overall enjoyed this movie. There's some things I didn't like. I didn't love it. Um, I thought visually it's really good. Um, yes, definitely. And there is some body horror in there that made me like gag because it is like <laughs> if you know me, a thing of my nightmares, and I was just don't spoil it. I will not. Oh, I man. was like on the edge of my seat, just like please stop. I was oh laughing so hard. Was I so kept looking over at you. You were disgusting. horrified. <laughs> oh my gosh! So that was great. I love the body horror in this. It was just disgusting. Uh, the acting was great, like I said, visually. And you know what? There are some themes here which I'm not going to talk about because y- you know, like they're deep. I think, and I was explaining some of the stuff to Michael in the car. And well, it just like has to do with men. men. And um, some men are not going to like this movie for sure. And I do think the things I didn't like about the movie is, although there's the message that I think is great and the visuals are great and the acting is great, I feel like not nothing happens this whole movie. That's the what, burn was too slow. Yeah, that was my whole thing with the movie. But, well, I go a little further. Yeah, than that. I don't agree with your further opinion. Uh, like opinions right. like i disagree with that but that's okay. okay i think this is a good movie but i also think like maybe 
if you're not sure about it, wait until it comes out streaming. I wouldn't say pay movie prices to go see it. I would. I, this isn't one. This is one you could skip in the theater. Yeah, it's. It de- I definitely think it's still good in its own way, but I can see why it's not liked by everybody. Yeah, for sure. But for me, I get it. It's dope. Okay. Most of it. So, anyways, did you want to add an opinion, or you want to skip that? <laughs> no, I'll put my. <laughs> I'm not allowed to have an opinion. You can, but you said you didn't know you want to talk Look, about it. Uh, I also, I, I agree like that it did have a decent message and hopefully some asshole shithead dude that acts like one of these dudes or one of these men a in this movie. A lot of men do. I know men like this. See this movie and like, hey man, I, I, I act like that. Maybe I should stop. They maybe, won't. Maybe then the, the movie is whatever, but Mm-mm. I felt like, uh, and like I said, I didn't, I did not disagree at all with the message of the mm-hmm. movie. What I was trying to say, there are definitely a lot of horrible men out there that act like the horrible shitheads in this oh, movie. Oh yeah, victim blaming and you know, yeah, gaslighting, gaslighting, yeah, being manipulating. assholes, manipulating, yeah, yeah, and like you know, or like the cops who are like, well, well, you you always think you're getting stalked, don't you? Mm-hmm. You women always think someone's out there stalking you, don't yeah. you? Like that whole thing. Uh, all that I agree with. All that that's a real shit thing that women have to deal with, and it should be you know, talked about you know and whatever. My problem with the movie was not with any of that at all. My mm-hmm. problem was that the entire movie was nothing more than a PSA. Gotcha. There was no at, in the very end. There was no movie. Nothing, yeah, I nothing, don't understand nothing, if there was a conclusion. No, it there didn't wasn't. Seem like there nothing was, actually yeah. happened. At one point, you think like, well, is this some type of entity or is this some type of monster? Mm -hmm. What's happening with this guy? In the end, the entire runtime of the movie is is symbolism. It's yeah. It's allegory. For the record, it's only an hour and a half, so it's not like it went. It was not like not like it went like one of those two hour ones where you're like, what's the heck? But like that's all. Remember the when we watched that movie, Relic? Yeah. I said the same thing about Relic. In the end, Relic, all it was was symbolism. Yeah. All it was was allegory. All it was was like, look at this is what it's like. And there was no actual mm-hmm. contextual movie. And I do think this one took <laughs> way too long to even yeah, get and it to get, it. And it takes forever. Because I had boring. to pee, dude, so bad that I was holding it until I finally was like, I can't hold it anymore. And no. it was like a scene where yeah, nothing, yeah. I like went and I came back. And it like, you know, I'm taking my time and it was like nothing happened. I was like, oh, I just missed some words. (laughs) Yeah. So very boring. I thought there's actual actually no movie here. I didn't. You don't go around going. Michael and I have been. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's that whole tunnel scene. There's everything in this movie is symbolism, too. Mike's a little mad with that just because the way she did it. She should have did some other. I don't know. He was like, she should have went like, oh. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, we get it. You're and a fucking like, musician, yeah. Mike. All right, okay, buddy. thank you. Yes, we you we, you play music. We get it. <laughs> Mr. Jazz Man. Yeah. You know about jazz. So, she wasn't doing it right. So you do not recommend <laughs> no, this? No, I don't recommend this okay. movie at all. Um I mean You know. <laughs> there's some people that I know that I would recommend this to. Like, hey yeah. man, hey Check this you out. should go watch this movie. Yeah, piece definitely. Of shit. <laughs> Uh, well, that's fair. You know, you can I'm not going to say visually it was stunning. Yeah, it was like wonderful. it was gorgeous movie. Very artsy, very thoughtful movie. It just didn't it didn't do enough for me. Yeah. And like I said, if they would have done something like that, where, you know, the, that whole crazy thing with all the dudes. Mm-hmm. And if don't that, give it away. Don't give it no, away. I'm not. I'm trying not to. If they that was my favorite scene. They would have done something with that to where it was actually yeah. like, did, did it I, I even actually happen? That I don't know. 
Like, and what's funny is I was reading an article because like I always like to go when I see a movie I like to go like to those articles where it's like explained yeah. and like apparently Alex Garland wrote like the script for this like 15 years ago and then oh, wow. he I think he obviously like changed it up but I, he even said like oh you know I'm not really sure what's what I'm doing with this one so <laughs> okay but hey all right. Can I read some of the reviews? Some women left some really scathing reviews. Well, that's because... A lot of women didn't like that's this. That's fine. That's because some women um, are those, like, pick-me bitches who, like, you know, try to, like, be, like, team boys so that they get picked. Oh, really? That's what we call pick-me bitches. Like, did you get picked, sis? No. Sorry. That's how I feel. Okay. This one says... You might be right. Men making movies about toxic masculinity but have nothing more to say than men bad. Well, yeah, see, that sounds like a person who, no, <laughs> no offense. Very I'm not cool, Alex. Hope she sees this. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean. This isn't, oh, this person does not like A24. Oh. This isn't an intentional parody of the A24 horror brand, but it should be. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with I all of that. I don't think it's, yeah, no, stop it. I like A24. Especially that men bad sounds like. Right, yeah. Yeah, like those like Trump supporters <laughs> who go, orange man, bad. Yeah. So I can't take that. Like, Alex Garland seriously. is the kind of guy to ask where his hug is. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but his point is like I don't know, not man. to be that guy. It's kind of like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like people mm-hmm. are going to hate on you for making this kind of movie because you're a man making this kind of movie. People are going to make, you know what I mean? I don't know. As a woman myself who's been through some of this shit, especially the like, I'm going to kill myself if you leave me. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That was like... Like, I appreciate that he made this movie. I don't <laughs> think it's, a gr- like, perfect, but no, I, right. I like that he did it. All right. So, anyways, moving on. I didn't, I didn't flat out hate it. Yeah. I didn't hate that I saw uh, it. Oh, you re- didn't seem to enjoy it when we I left. sat with it a little yeah. bit, and I thought about it, it and I was like, you know what? It was very well acted. Yeah, it's it definitely one of those movies. amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, if you, if, if you just want to watch a gorgeous movie that, you know, has... Mm-hmm. whatever anyway we can be All done right. talking about it so men i don't recommend it but i i recommend like I said, I watching it but it. waiting for it to be out of theaters yeah that's a good bet and I then would. let me talk real quick about i won't say to spoil any spoilers or whatever well light one stranger things season four is out and i watched the first five episodes you the first five how many episodes are there seven okay. but i think it's only like done. half I think it's like the part one uh, and the part two. Oh, and they're going to release and part oh two. Oh my God. Dude, this is the best season so really? far. Hands down, better my favorite. Way Be- better than one. Better than one. Dude, way better than one. The really? horror is so amped up in this. It one. feels like like these two, who did it? The Duffer Brothers, whatever. Uh-huh. Like they just watched Nightmare on Elm Street and they I got so much lot. fucking inspiration. The, like the atmosphere is incredible. Okay. Like the horror is fucking gnarly. It's great. I've seen um, some stills. It's it not does look as focused on the children's like, you know, lives. Yeah. Like they're obviously all involved, but right. it's not like focused on their relationships with each other. That's good. That's what so, I hated about season three. You could stop that. Thank you. <laughs> um, and also this is the only spoiler, which isn't a spoiler because I'm not saying who he is or what he does, but Robert England even has a cameo. Oh, in this. What? So I definitely, and you know what? Even the kids are like acting their fucking tits off. Like they're, they're all doing really, off? they're doing really good. Wow. It's definitely my favorite. Do their season. tits fall off while they're acting? Yes. Oh my they're God. They're obviously acting their tits off. That's crazy. So <laughs> I've never seen someone act that hard. So I hope they don't flub the ending, but f- by all the reviews that I'm seeing, say flood the, the ending. Flub. Oh, flub. The by ending. all the reviews that I'm seeing, it's, they even end it wonderfully. Oh, 
I'm so excited to watch it now. I can't wait to finish it. And I have not been. The episodes looking, are really long too. I have yeah. not been following it or caring about it whatsoever. Because I don't really care for season I three. Hated season. Three. I didn't hate it. I hated it. I I liked it, oh, but it was I wasn't my favorite. Obviously. It was like a fucking babysitters club. Well, there's more movie. babysitting in this, but it's fun. I hated it. I hated it so much. Well, this one is a step up, and I highly recommend watching Stranger Things. Well, good. I'm four. excited because season one and two are like some of my favorite TV, like of yeah all time. Like season one, and you're saying it's better than season one. I think it's way season better. Season one is one of the best things know, I've ever watched on TV. No, I think season four is better. Really? Okay. Just me personally. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so moving on. <laughs> let me tell you about the Master of Horror episodes I watched <laughs> and then we'll get going. Okay. I am sorry. Masters of... No, you're fine. You t- you're taking just as long as I normally take. Yeah, you talk a lot. You usually go quick. Okay. Season one, episode seven. Dear Wim- Woman. Oh, God, I Dear Woman. I love this one. This one's pretty good. A yeah, har- yeah. Harried, harried, burned out cop believes that a recent string of murders proves that the murderer may be a deer-like creature in the form of a beautiful woman right from a local Native American folklore legend. Directed by John Landis, so obviously American Werewolf in London. Obviously. And also others. Animal House. Not just, yes, and the Blues Brothers. (laughs) He doesn't do just horror. He does comedy. And And, and the Thriller music video from Michael Jackson. Well, there you go. He does... A great combination of both with this. Uh, so Brian Ben Ben, dumb name, a comedy actor, plays the main police officer. But uh, just Brian, wanted to mention his name Brian Ben Ben. His last name is Ben Ben. Probably it's like Ben 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 Ben. ben. Whatever. Ben. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> All right. Fuck off, Ben Ben. So this starts off in like a redneck dive bar, and there's two guys playing pool, and they aren't great actors. They're not like known people or whatever. It's like the one guy is trying to figure out how to act drunk. And it's giving me some <laughs> wonderful 80s horror flashbacks. Okay, cool. Like, there's a good blend of horror comedy in this. Like, absolutely. Like, he nails it. Uh, That's which John Landis, yeah. Make, yeah, it makes sense, obviously, since Landis co-wrote and seems to be amazing at both. Uh, there's some witty lined comedy from the cops detectives, which you always go for, you know, when you get, like, those uh-huh. funny cop bro movies uh so you also get, yeah <laughs> buddy cop cop bros cop bros so you also get yeah, cop drama cop if that's your thing <laughs> <laughs> that even includes a traumatic partner death story that's also silly and funny i don't remember any of this oh i haven't seen this one in a little and then there's a also some nice pulpy corpses uh which don't look like corpses at all because they've been like stomped up and mutilated by a deer woman right. but <laughs> so it's like a giant just like a pile of gooey goop some good special effects. CGI is not great here. Oh, they use CGI? There is some CGI oh, no. for some scenes, you know, like Deer Woman shows up and all oh, flickers and she's gone. So it's like a little okay. silly there. But the special effects that they use for like the, the bodies is great. I forget what she looked like. Oh, she's hot, dude. Well, the actress that plays her is like gorgeous, isn't she? Yeah, you? the chick who plays the Deer Woman isn't actually Native American. She's Brazilian. Her name is <laughs> Cynthia Mora. I haven't seen her in anything else. Uh, she, I don't think she has a picture on IMDb either. This is her only noted role, and she is a smoke show. Seriously, I wrote this in my notes. Yeah, I remember her being like gorgeous. Like she's luring men in with her beauty and amazing tracks of land before destroying yes, them or hoofing them. Oh, really. now I remember. And I'm not even questioning these men because she really is stupid hot. Dude, she is stupid hot. Although the funny thing is they're like check the feet you gotta check the feet like this lady's stomping around clomping around and no one's looking at her hoofers yeah they don't show her feet like the entire episode yeah dude she's hot though uh and some fun fact uh when talking to the captain uh the police officer mentions a wolf attack in 1981 in london (laughs) so you know nice little callback right and 
American Werewolf. Last movie. thing on this one, there's also this like hilariously long period of where the detective is lying in bed and like thinking of scenarios of how this murder took place, and it is fucking hilarious. He's like pretty much like imagining like a deer dressed as a redneck like coming yeah, in and hoping someone I, I to death and then carrying the woman, carrying the woman there, yeah, there's uh, a picture of it yeah so obviously that wasn't <laughs> how it happened but it was definitely one of the funniest mo- moments in any yeah, of the that. master of horror episodes so far that i reviewed um i highly recommend dear woman it yeah, is fucking fun, yeah. hilarious so there's that and then the last one that I watched was season one, episode eight, which I'm not going to talk much about because it's the one I've seen the most. It's John Carpenter's Cigarette Burns. Cigarette Burns. Yeah, this is the best so, match Yeah, of it's so yeah. good. So with a torrid past that haunts him, a movie theater owner is hired to search for the only existing print of a film so notorious that its single screening caused the viewers to be comically insane. Okay, yeah, this is the one I've seen the most. It's also one of the highest rated installments. John Carpenter, obviously. obviously. That's what I wrote, obviously. <laughs> uh, it stars Norman Reedus, who's looking so fine. Is not young Norman Reedus. Yes. This is early 2000s, right? Yeah. So, you know, we got like Boondock Saint Norman Reedus. Yeah. Or maybe Boondock Saint 2. I think the first one came out in the late 90s. Did it come out in 99 or 2000? That was like 98. But there's a no. second one. The Boondock Saints? Yeah, the first one. Came out. Yeah, that one came out in like 2005. Oh, did it? Yeah, Boondock Saints. Oh, the I thought the it was- second one. Oh. The f- oh, the first one is 99. Ah. The ooh. second one is 2009. Okay. Wow. The second one was atrocious. I still enjoyed it. What? Why? Yeah, I All can't the help myself. stupid callbacks and the dumb ending and that one character that that like the Mexican dude character or whoever he was. Yeah. I, I, ugh, no, I hated that movie. Oh, well. All right. So this is the first time <laughs> I'm moving on. Oh, well. This is, the <laughs> this is the first time John Carpenter's son, Cody Carpenter, composed for a film or show. And oh, I liked cool. it. It's not as classic as his dad's, but it has some similar eerie uh, touches. You think his dad was going to let him outdo him? Yeah, hell no. Probably slapped around. So, oh, yeah, John Carpenter, like, no, you're not allowed to play that one. It's too good. You play that <laughs> That's one. That's my synth. You're not allowed to be better than me. <laughs> That's my synth. Go get your own synth. <laughs> so the cursed film, driving people crazy, homicidal, isn't completely original. You know, it's been done many times through film shows, books, but that doesn't matter. It's always an entertaining premise. But I this always one enjoy it. Did something like kind of different with it. You know, he's got to go find yeah, the movie. Yeah, which is really cool. That's you do get original. another angle with that um and then you have this fucked up backstory and flashbacks about norma reese's character and his junkie past and the death of his wife uh and then you have the main storyline of him trying to find the print and the strange mystery behind that so you have both elements here and how it would be perfect for like an episode of cursed films like pretty much everyone attached to this film is missing or blind or who knows what they're fucked So there's that. There's some nice mentions of other horror legends and characters. Vincent Price, Dario Argento, et cetera, et cetera. There's some gnarly fun blood splattering decapitation. Amazing. The last 15, 20 minutes of this one is fucking bananas. All that stuff with the angel is really cool yeah. too. Yeah. It's the angel is so creepy looking. Yeah. It's really. It just puts me off. Like yeah, just looking weird. at him yeah. makes me uncomfortable. So yeah, it's we have so that. so good though. Oh. And the, yeah, once you find the film, things start to get crazy. We got hands like. Once we get, yeah, hands on the film, people are watching it. It gets insane. There's a guy cutting his own eyeballs out. The guy putting his intestines on the film projector yes, and then like rolling that, yeah. it out and so much more. This is a <laughs> must-see. Uh, definitely, if you're checking out Masters of Horror, 
John Carpenter's cigarette burns, hands down. Yeah, they don't do. Nobody does any better than this one. Seriously, I think he does another episode next season, but I don't remember it, so uh, it can't be. I don't be. think he did. Yeah, I think he did, did but he? he didn't put his name on it. Oh, you know really? how like he did John Carpenter's cigarette burns? Yeah, yeah. He didn't put it oh, was like put John it. Carpenter's. He wasn't as pleased with maybe the, not. The Anyways, so that's all that I have watched. All right, and cool. uh, yeah, that was so. way too long. Well, so get ready I'm probably going to cut most of that Well, out. the book club's going to be extra long, oh, too. Shit. Get ready for it. You're getting all Melissa all the time this episode. Just this week. I'll be tired next week. Be <laughs> <laughs> you're on point this week. I'm Thanks, not, buddy. I'm, I'm very much not. So well, you're, that's you're, all right. You're picking up my slack. Wing it. Wing it. I am about to wing Fake it. Fake it till you make uh, it. I got two movies to talk about. Two movies that I watched like weeks ago and didn't have any notes, but I really wanted to wow, talk buddy. about them. And they just got kind of pushed back and back, but... Um, I actually watched one of them twice. I watched it the other day just to... Anyway, who cares? I watched The Sadness from oh, 2022. The, the quote-unquote zombie movie that everybody's yeah. raving about how depraved and sick and Everyone twisted it was. Everyone was talking about it. A young couple trying to reunite amid a city ravaged by a plague that turns its victims into deranged, bloodthirsty sadists. Where is this? Japan? Taiwan. Taiwan. This is a Taiwanese movie. Got it. It was directed by... Um, Rob Jabba's. Rob something. Jabba's. What was his name? Jabba's. Jabba's. Yeah. Jabba's. Jabba's. Uh, okay. So they, that's basically the plot is um, this couple is in bed one morning and the guy's like, oh, I gotta Ew, go. Gross. They gotta go to work. And like while they're, while they're out working, the, you know, the outbreak starts and everybody starts going crazy and they've got to, they're trying to get back to each other. Oh. Um, these pictures look good. Uh, so the the plague the virus lets you keep like your personality and your your thoughts and like it doesn't turn you into like oh, a I mindless like zombie you're still conscious but i don't it, want to be stuck in there but it turns your brain it like apparently i hope i'm explaining this right because again i didn't take notes but i remember like how they explained it it's a virus that like connects certain parts of your brain mm -hmm. it like shuts down inhibition and connects like the sexual part of your brain to like the aggression part oh, of your brain. Yeah. And it turns you into this like crazed sex hungry, like monster of a person. Um, and you just don't give a shit what you're doing. Well, you do. They explain it in a, in a, in a part of the movie where they're like, these people back in their minds, they don't want to do this, but they feel like they have to think about like when you've been like, I don't know, like ridiculously like, horny <laughs> you know what i mean like you're yeah. just like oh my god i want to have sex so bad like right now i need it but then also not being able to be like no i can't you can't like just go take a cold shower and mm -hmm. just chill out this is kind of how they explain it like you can't say no like you have to have it so people are running out of their homes and raping each other oh my god. and like brutalizing everyone and they're all doing it like consciously they're not zombies so it turns into it's it's just complete chaos. Oh yeah. Because not only do does everyone want to hurt everyone else, but they also want to be hurt. So and this movie does not shy away from anything. Yeah, like you see people pictures, getting dude. raped in the streets. Um, but they want it. The people being raped also want to be raped. It's insanity. This movie starts in a train, I think, with this dude just mm -hmm. nonchalantly going up to somebody and stabbing the shit out of them. And that's when it all starts. Yeah, I see And it doesn't slow down the entire movie. There is some seriously 
fucked up So when you started talking about it, I thought movie. you were going to like say you didn't like oh, it. Oh, no, I loved it. Because I was like, look at these pictures. And I was like, dude, no. this is gory. Oh, no, I highly recommend okay, this good. movie. Okay, good. If you want to, like, okay, this is not for the faint of heart. This okay. is not for the squeamish. This, this movie goes places to where I read that it was depraved. It was like, oh, yeah. You know, oh, you, yeah, you yeah. read like movies are depraved and oh, sick, twisted, from the sick, twisted mind of this person. This movie's mm-hmm. crazy and sick. And then you watch it and it's like, oh. Okay, yeah. I mean it's gory with just some blood and stuff, but you know, pretty run of the mill. Not this movie. This yeah, movie, you, I'm need, watch it. you need to heed the warnings. There mm-hmm. is some upsetting shit in this movie. I am surprised that it's not being talked about more. Yeah, and that it wasn't uh, any bigger than it was. Just it was just on Shutter. I was like, oh, check out this cool movie yeah, on Shutter. Yeah, because a lot of my horror friends are like hyping it up. They like oh, loved dude, it. I loved it. But again, it's extreme, man. It's fucked up. There is a scene in it. And when you see the scene, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Okay. This movie is fucked up. I'm going to watch I it. Won't I tell love you, gore. I won't tell you what happened, but it, it, it it's fucked. You'll see it and you'll be like, oh, that's that scene Chuck but was talking about. Is it just about. like fucked up for fucked up sake? We well, I mean, story? everything in this movie is fucked up for fucked up sake. They're all, <laughs> they all have a plague. They're all like crazy. Yeah. So yeah, there is a lot of that, but it's funny it is a lot of just straight up depravity and like gore and violence and stuff. But and you think that's funny? Well, I think some of the <laughs> some of the okay. So let me let me explain a scene that kind of sums up this movie. It doesn't really give anything away. Uh, and this is the kind of movie you're dealing with. And I'll just give you this one scene. Uh, so these four guys got this one dude, this like kind of scrawny dude. Mm-hmm. They've got him. They've beaten the shit out of him. They're hitting him with like bats and Ooh. shit, and they're just beating the fuck out of him. He's all beat up, mm-hmm. and one of them wraps a bunch of barbed wire <gasps> around a pole. Oh no! And then they pick the guy no. up. And remember Casey and the faculty, yeah. where they ram his crotch. Stop. They start ramming his crotch into this pole, and he's screaming and wailing, and they're Jesus. like laughing. And the main character dude sees them, and he goes and he chases them away. He gets the bat and he fucks them up, and he's like, "Get out of here!" And he goes to help the dude that they were beating and he's half conscious. He's like, Oh my God. And the guy's trying to help him. He's like, dude, are you okay? And he was like, what the fuck, man? I was just about to blow my load. Oh my and he's just God. like, what the fuck is up with this movie? Oh my God. That's what this movie is. Okay. So there's you know, the gore and violence and things that happen and people getting married. All of that's really disgusting. And it, it, it's all done in this like, tone yeah though it's a little like this kind of dark comedy tone where it's it's kind of supposed to be funny you know what i mean um but like more disturbing than than the uh the gore and the blood and the violence and everything is the dialogue some of the dialogue is like i i can't believe some of the stuff they got away with saying in this movie so it's at the very end yeah the very end they meet up and I won't tell you what happens. Yeah, but, please don't. I'm going to watch this. But there's some sick shit that these people say that they're going to do to each other. And like, I, it, when you read the reviews that say this movie is depraved and fucked up, it, they're, they're correct this time. Yeah. It's not just people blowing smoke or some normie being like, oh, it's the most bloody movie I've ever seen. And then it's like nothing, you know? Um, they, they, those people saying that this movie's fucked up are very accurate. But I like but, it when they say it like positive. Yeah, but it is. <laughs> but it's fun. And it, it's fun. It is fun. Like it's... Is it okay? You just have to watch the movie. Hello, 911. <laughs> maybe I'm not doing a, a good job of like describing the tone. But no, the I think I have an idea. But the tone is dark yeah. comedy. Especially the one thing that happens. I couldn't help but laugh at it. I was like, somebody put this in a movie. Bravo. Like... <laughs> 
I have never seen this in any movie ever. And they did it. They finally did it. And I think this movie should be talked about more. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Highly chaotic, like tornado of a movie. I'm going to watch it. But I'm going to watch it after I watch everything I need for next week. And then it's just going to be a, a, you know, joyful uh, little. You should Get my popcorn. Yeah. You should definitely watch it. (laughs) Sasha Mike, though. No, no, God, no. Mike should not watch this movie. I will be mad at you if you so let him Amanda watch it. So Amanda didn't watch it. No, Amanda watched it. How would, how'd she handle it? Uh, she turned, she, at the one scene, you'll know the scene. Yeah. But when that scene started happening, I started howling. Like oh, I saw, okay. I was like, oh my God, they're fucking doing it. They're yeah. doing it. And this movie's doing it. And, and she's she like, like, and I'm like laughing and she looked over at me and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and she like, she like put on her headphones and like started watching. She's like, I'm not watching yeah. this, this, this disgusting movie. No, Amanda loves horror. But yeah, there's and she's, some extreme. She's seen she's a not lot into. and she's got really good taste, but this, she's just this, not into, no, she's yeah. not into that type of stuff. Yeah, neither she's is my not, sweet baby Sideshow Mike. <laughs> she's not into the the overtly sick, twisted yeah. stuff. She came in one time, I remember, and I was watching, uh, I just recommended this movie on Instagram, Olaf Ittenbox, uh, The Burning Moon. Mm-hmm. And it's an anthology movie. And the third, the third segment is supposed to be a depiction of hell. Mm. And there is some depraved shit happening, and there's gore. Oh yeah, there's yeah, blood, yeah. And yeah, she like came in, and yeah, she, this was, is one of those... she got all mad at me. She's like, "Why do you watch stuff like this?" Yeah, one of those. Like, oh, that's uh, cool. Look at all the effects. Look at how real that looks. One of those uh, <laughs> companies movies. Yeah. What? The The Burning Moon. It's like what one company? Of those, no, no, no. Know. It's not uh, American Guinea Pig. It's it's it's, own, it's a German director, Olaf Ittenbach. Yeah, I'm looking at his stuff though. I think all of his stuff is like this. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I've talked about a couple. I talked about Premutos. Yeah, I think you talked about Angel. this one on the episode. I talked, before, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did before a long time ago. So maybe I'll put that on my my list. Anyway. Oh, I love that movie. That movie is very. It's it's kind of cheesy and mm-hmm. and like it, you know, low budge, nineteen early nineties German movie. So it's pretty cheesy, but it's very very violent and gory. And a lot of fun and very mean, like mean spirited. Uh-huh. I shouldn't say it's fun actually because it's very. Yeah, you keep saying a lot dark. of things are fun that aren't. Yeah. yeah, I don't think many people would think are fun. I don't know. I thought the sadness was fun. I think when you watch it, you'll think it's fun. Oh, too. I'm going to love it. I know that, but. I think you'll think it's fun. Yeah. You'll know what I mean. You're like, <laughs> oh, okay. This just doesn't stop. It's just a gory, bloody mess of a movie, yeah. which is fun to me. <laughs> uh, another fun movie I watched was from 1988, and it was called Death Spa. Gruesome deaths begin to occur at a hip Los Angeles health club. Yeah, pretty much. Ooh, I'll wow. go a little more in depth. The, uh, look at the lighting in this one. The gym. Oh, yeah. There's lots of fun stuff in this movie. Uh, this gym owner owns a gym. <laughs> hence, hence, what? hence he is the gym owner. Wow. <laughs> wow. I should just stop recording right now. No, no. Please keep going. <laughs> um, he, his wife died like a year ago under... Uh, mysterious circumstances she like lit herself on fire maybe she burned to death so he's a widow but he's also owns a gym he owns the gym and he owned it with her but she died a year ago and then he's like kind of with this other girl um and all these deaths start happening on the year anniversary of his of his wife's death and it turns into kind of like a whodunit it's one of the things i really liked about this movie first off i loved this movie Mm -hmm. i had so much fun watching it um, it gave me uh, chopping mall vibes. Oh, nice! Without the you know robots. In fact, this would be a great movie to watch with chopping mall. Mm-hmm. That'd be a really kick-ass double feature night. Watch this one first, and then chopping mall. 
Because it's got that whole, like, you're seeing a part, a slice of the 80s oh, yeah. culture. You know, you're seeing 80s gym culture. And it's a spa, so there's, like, a gym area. There's, like, a pool, a sauna, locker rooms, mm-hmm. a place for massages, tanning beds. Um, and they spend most of the movie in the spa, which I thought was a lot of fun. And that's, it was inherently entertaining for me, even when nothing was going on. Just, like, seeing all of, like, the 80s like gym fashions yeah ooh, all i of see the, lots of leotards all the here. leotards and spandex and crop tops and all that shit and like uh you know the the all the leg warming oh the, yeah leg the warmers leg That's warmers it, yeah. and the thing yeah there's tons of that and just seeing all the clunky 80s gym equipment and mm. all this shit is just it was just it was so and, and and it's funny because none of it was really cheesy you know what i mean none of it was they didn't do anything different. They, it, you know, in 1988, this was just a gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this was just normal. But watching it now, it's like, I don't know, it's wildly entertaining for me. Oh, and for some reason, and this is another 80s thing that this movie did. Uh, the entire gym is controlled by a central computer. <laughs> So everything Stop. is controlled. Like they can, tr- they can control the water temperature. They can control lockers, locking or unlocking, doors closing and opening, uh, everything. Everything is controlled by the central computer, which is such a fucking 80s thing to do. Um, because why? People can open yeah, doors themselves. Exactly. We can lock. We don't need everything to be automated. Even to the point where like they could change the resistance on certain machines because they were like fucking with this nerdy dude like in the control oh, room. Like, like, dude, turn the resistance way up. And the guy's like, ah, I can't lift it. And like, it's like, why? Why is that able to be controlled by? It just didn't make any sense. And it was fun. <laughs> but anyway, just hanging out in this gym, this 1988 gym was inherently entertaining to me. But then you also got a lot of cool kills. Um, it wasn't terribly acted, you know, much along the lines of like Choppy Mall. Like I said, Choppy Mall yeah. wasn't inherently bad acting. It wasn't great. But like, it's just like that where, uh, you know, it's serviceable to the point where you're like, you know, it's not real bad. But um, and yeah, there's there's some cool kills. There's a very gory spot uh was woman melts which had some gnarly effects and it looked pretty cool um did i sort of just yeah it turns into this like uh almost like a whodunit uh, did i say that already yes where you said that's why you liked it yeah where you can you can't figure out who it is and they do a really good job of introducing characters that could potentially be the killer ken Forey is in it yeah i and saw he, that he's pretty much the best part of it oh, uh he's the best part of every movie he's in I love Ken Forey um, and he's fantastic in this movie, um, but it could be him. He's like the security guard. He was there during the first accident. Uh, nobody else was. So mm. you're like, eh. mm. but he's like really, really nice. But he's also a giant man because yes. that Ken Forey yes, is a big is. dude. Um, so you're like, maybe it could be him. Uh, even from the gate, I thought maybe the gym owner could be because he's like the main <laughs> character and stuff is happening to him. But he I was like, but I was like, that would be an interesting twist if it was him. The gym owner owns the gym. huh? Yeah. Okay. It could be the brother of the wife that died. So this dude's brother-in-law because he's pissed at the gym owner uh, for moving on from his dead sister so yeah. quickly. Yeah. And he's suspicious of the gym owner. Hmm. So he could be trying to like get back at the gym owner by killing everybody. So you just really don't know. And there's a couple other characters that come in the mix where you're like, it could be them. And you know, it all hashes out. At the Oh, there's also this supernatural element like it could be the wife oh, from from beyond the grave because nice. she's pissed that you know i'd like that um but i'm not gonna tell you which one it was obviously that ruined the entire end of the movie yeah just um, tell me after we're done i'm not gonna watch it uh, no i'm not gonna tell you 
After, you're gonna tell me after no, we're done. Never gonna tell yeah, anyone. You're gonna tell me at the barbecue. Okay. Um, but anyway, all that say, highly recommend this. Is kind of a by the numbers slasher, eighty slasher. Um, you know, it's kind mm-hmm. of. You know, it's not any better or worse than any other slasher. The thing that kind of set it apart for me was the setting. Like I already said, yeah. it was just fun. It's like, yeah, it's like a normal slasher, but it's a, it's at a, it's in a fun place. Yeah, it's, it's cool. not in a high school. Yeah. It's not in a, you know, wherever slashers always are. Yeah, people's it's, houses. Their yeah, towns. people's yeah. houses and towns and you know wherever. Like I said, so high you're schools. in a spa you're and like shopping mall. Yeah. You're in a mall. That's exactly cool. yeah. the different settings are kind of what make this movie. Uh, more of a you know yeah. fun movie than just a, your run of the mill but yeah i had a lot of fun watching it great movie grab the popcorn you know kind of a fun friday night whatever movie i thought it was a lot of fun and i recommend it okay three and a half out of five stars okay not bad yep and like i said great double feature would be this in shopping mall i tried to think of other movies that this would go with but I kind of couldn't. Shopping mall is perfect. You get to two, two very different 80s settings. You get to mm-hmm. see a mall in the 80s. And, a, and, a, and some chopping. And some chopping. Mm-hmm. And a death spa. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that wasn't too bad for winging it with no notes, yeah. right? Yeah, you seem to okay. talk, know what you're talking about, <laughs> I think. Maybe I, could, maybe I could stop taking such extensive notes and just nah. talk about the movie. <laughs> nah, I won't do that. All right, that's it for me. Uh-oh. To get sadness, highly recommend. Death spa, highly recommend. Very different movies. Well, uh oh, what's that? The time. Do you see that? The lights. Oh no, sorry. They're, they're, <laughs> there they are. Mike's lurking around back there. Oh uh, no, he's a part of the setting of the Boo oh. Club. That's spooky, Mike. That's spooky, Mike. Spooky sideshow. Is that Mike. why he's dressed like a gargoyle? Yes, and he's holding books. No, he's. Hey. Did it have to be a nude gargoyle though? That's. What what flavor is that? Dick. <laughs> See? Mike Spooky. said dick in case you didn't hear him. Grapefruit. Ew, I hate grapefruit. I'd rather I'd rather have dick flavored. Yeah, I bet you would. It'd be all salty. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to my boo club. Is there music today? Da 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 Forgot about the music from last night. I last read. time. Da 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 I thought that was the I thought that was the I'm not Okay, so it still is. I read The Long Walk by Richard Bachman, a.k.a. Stephen King, if you didn't know. Uh, Wait, I didn't. What? You didn't know that? No. Richard Bachman. It's Stephen King. It's his pseudonym. 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 Yeah. Anyway, so... Wait, when does he use that? He's used it over many years. This was written in 1979, so... Okay, so he, he stopped using it at some point. Well, somebody like found out and like put him on blast and then he had to like come out and be like yeah that's me too because for some reason you have to ruin everything why would authors want to do that i don't he, oh because at the time you could only publish like two books a year i think yeah there was like certain like certain what? like rules to like publishers okay, and they so were you'd all, make a fake identity so to- you just get a pseudonym Sued, yeah that's yeah, right yeah, and then you just <laughs> make two more books or whatever okay. however many it might have been five but it's not illegal. It's just like a way around. Yeah. All right. So I never knew my, that. I never knew he had a, a yeah. pen name. Which is fun because he has a cameo in um, 
Sons of Anarchy and his character's name is Bachman. So oh, it's like cool. a nice little. I gotcha. Yeah. So anyways, my copy is a reissue from 1999, which has like a forward from him. So it's pretty cool. Anyways, the long walk. On the first day of May, 100 teenage boys meet for an event known throughout the country as the long walk. If you break the rules, you get three warnings. If you exceed your limit, what happens is absolutely terrifying. Um, so actually, I found like a really good review that like I like completely agreed with. So I like copy to paste it and it's from a lady named Kay and it's a little long so bear with me okay I uh, will just uh, start by saying I love this book so it's going to be positive okay <laughs> so positivity review ahead if this book does not make you feel physical pain I don't know what will this isn't a book about killer clowns or haunted hotels it's not a hunger games type of book despite the game show element of the long walk nor is it a world attached to any tower dark or not See, girl, you clever. The book is in your face and physical <laughs> while simultaneously never losing that dreamy philosophical quality of existential fiction. The premise of the book is very simple. Every year, 100 boys enter a contest called The Long Walk and the winner gets all his heart desires. Each contestant has to maintain a pace of four miles per hour or more or else he gets a warning. If the boy who gets a warning can keep walking four miles per hour or faster for the next hour, the warning is revoked. However, if the boy collects three warnings, the next time he slows down, he's shot in the head and out of the game. Oh my God. Yes, murder bitch. And they want to do this? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, because it happens every <laughs> this year. This is voluntary? Mm-hmm. Okay. At first. At first, okay. Uh, so I love the book. The synopsis uh, sounds great. That's it is fucking amazing. nuts. Yeah, and it's an easy read. It's it kind of like cover. a Belko experimenty type deal. Well, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Uh, the physical aspect of the journey immediately comes to the spotlight. You think you can outwalk 99 boys? Well, despite the 100% chance of someone actually doing it, you're 99% going to be the one to die, either from exhaustion or carelessness. Seriously, I can't believe they do this. Uh, the and you said the one, the one that wins, wins gets whatever gets he wants, whatever his heart's want. desire forever, like a billion dollars, yeah, or like whatever, whatever. What but does the like, winner want? Well, they they don't really. I can't tell you why. The ending is crazy. Okay. Uh, but anyways, the story's downward spiral from the optimism of the first 10 hours to the torturous hell that is the last 10 hours is slow, relentless, and ultimately certain. Some of the boys' deaths were incredibly cringeworthy, not because their death was bizarre or fantastic, but because it's so damn relatable. I can't relate to a woman running away from her ghost-possessed husband as much as I can imagine my legs giving out after hours of walking in my own blood and pus. Ugh. Seriously, yeah. But what's extraordinary about this novel is despite its physicality and its real grit, it's very spiritual and con contemplative ultimately this book questions what it means to live through the eyes of one boy and 99 others who are walking right into the arms of death as the boys break down physically their minds deconstruct past the point of madness until they become lifeless soulless autom automation automate oh my god Automatons. Yeah, sure. Automatons. That's Automatons. it. Automatons. I think it's at that point when the boys are broken beyond exhaustion that King really questions the value of life in the midst of such suffering and how we push beyond sanity to sustain life. King doesn't point at authority or parental figures to place blame on how extraordinary and torturous this desire to live can be. It's the walker who chooses to go on the long walk that in the end leads to death no matter what we do. And life isn't nice. It won't slow down for you. Got blisters on your feet? Tough. Can't climb that hill after walking 24 plus hours? You better. Get, <laughs> gotta take a shit? If it takes longer than three warnings, you're going to die with your pants around your ankles. It seems in this light that life is much crueler than death. Dude, this book is incredible. That sounds awesome. Thank you so much for the review, Kay. That was great. I couldn't have said it any better. You really know how to put words together. <laughs> I don't. Um, you would if you tried. 
You could write stuff like that. I could, but brain. Brain, brain no good. Brain out. <laughs> brain ouch. Brain out. <laughs> Anyways, The Long Walk, 100% highly recommend. I know there's a lot of, Stephen King writes a lot of books and there's like those fans out there who read every single one. Well, if you haven't read his Richard Bachman stuff, it's still horror. Okay. Definitely recommend. Awesome. And that's it. Thanks for coming to my book club. That wasn't that club. long off lights it feels longer than my usual ones because usually i just go i liked it it was good and that's it but that one was long all right and strong long and down to get the freak shit on the long strong it's a long walk there's a on our way to the shore whenever we go to ocean city we know we're almost there because there's a tower that starts like sticking up out of the mm-hmm. thing and it looks like a big dick. Oh, yeah. And we call it Schlong Tower. Nice. And they're like, look, Schlong Tower, we're almost there every time we go to the beach. Beautiful. We'll be right back. Hey, freaks. First and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you, too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. All right. This is the trailer for The Beyond 1981. What's that? Lucio Fauci. Eliza, aren't you? Yes. My yes. name is Emily. I've been looking for you. <laughs> I love the way they talk in this movie. I am Emily. I have been looking for you. Go back to where you came from and hurry. Leave this place. All right, geez, sorry. I'll get out. Yes, please. <laughs> Listen to the lady. Leave this place. Who do you think that was? Um, Michael, after ago, eating dairy. Everybody in this hotel disappeared. <laughs> oh. Every last person. Ooh, listen to that bass player. We'll do the battle, battle, do the battle. That sounded like Joe the plumber. Who lived here, <laughs> what a nice room, guy. Had found a key. Had found a key. Oh man, we're not even halfway through this trailer. Stop, <laughs> talking too much. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me, with all those accidents, you think you'll um, give it up now? You're the what? No. I couldn't do that if I wanted to. What? Who is this a real trailer? I don't know, man. This is bizarre. It's really long. Hey, what is that? Plumbing. Well, I won't give in. What is this? Okay, I'm gonna turn it off. It's too long. It's just showing clips from the movie. And we're done with you, trip. Oh wow. <laughs> Put it right there. Ah. Alright, there. Now we're done with you. Sorry, I should've I guess I should have checked out that trailer before I put it all there. Anyways. That had like another three minutes left. Oh, no. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Now we're done with that.
Anyway, why don't you rip our faces apart? I will. With the synopsis. Yeah, I tried that's to work perfect. Tar- I tried to wear tarantulas on there, but I couldn't. Yes, the face-ripping tarantula is perfectly normal. Uh, A young woman inherits... (laughs) Why did that happen? (laughs) Just for fun. (laughs) Inherits an old hotel in Louisiana where, following a series of supernatural accidents, that's in quotes, she learns that the building was built over one of the entrances to hell. Yes, it is. And let's hear your initial thoughts. Oh, yes, me. I yeah, will you go, go first. first. first Did I write initial thoughts? I don't need to write initial thoughts. I know what my thoughts are. I've seen this before. It's been a long time because, you know, at one point I was like, I have to watch everything Lucio Fulci. Like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I love this movie. There's a lot of, uh, I just love it for the senseless, like, gore. And yeah. just the deaths in this are like, because, like, sometimes when you think Lucio Fulci and, like, my first thought always is zombie for some reason. But yeah. then I always think, like, this one has so many more fun deaths than zombie. This is my favorite Fulci movie. I think it makes sense. There's yeah. some good visuals here. I love his scores. He's always just having fun with it. Yeah. Um, some questionable things. <laughs> I don't know why half of the stuff is happening that's happening. No, I don't care. It doesn't make any sense. No, you don't. You don't care. But all around, this one is just loads of fun. Uh, it's not especially com- complex. You know, it's not an original story like Gates being over the gate of hell or the hell mouth or whatever has been done before. But it's not an original story. It's hardly even a story. Yes, I will say that it, it is a weak story. <laughs> but we're not here for no, the story. No, we're not here for the story. No. Um, yeah, I love it. Initial thoughts. This is always like something I could fall back on if I want to just, you know, you not think gory, too much yeah. about what I'm watching. Yeah. Word. Um, so I also love this movie. It's uh, it's honestly, it's it's in a top list. I don't know where in my top list. It's got to be at least top 25. Okay. <laughs> maybe even like top, maybe like top 15. Yeah. It's, it's, it's up there for me. It's just I, so hard. You know? I love this movie. It is a great movie. It's just hard to pick a top 15, even a top yeah, 25. That's There's what I'm so many good yeah, ones. Yeah, but this is in there somewhere. Yeah. Like I, I watch this movie a lot. This is probably 10th time seeing this movie. Um, and this is, uh, there's a, a handful, a very small handful of movies mm-hmm. that I really like that are some of my favorite movies that all match the same criteria and they're all very similar movies. Um, and like I said, they're some of my favorites. So some of the criteria is, uh, it has to be Lovecrafty on some mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Some level, there has to be Lovecraft somewhere in it. Like in this movie, in the beyond, you know, we get the gates of hell and we yeah. get, you know, there's a, it, it's very Lovecrafty, especially the end. Hell is like another dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. The end. Oof. Yeah. Um, I love that ending. So it has to be Lovecraftian. It has to be like gore centric. Like mm-hmm. there needs to be a lot of gore and a lot of blood and not just gore and blood, but also like in some instances, like monsters, you know, just, it, it just has to have a lot of it. Like just a lot of crazy shit mm-hmm. with like, like I said, with like makeup effects and gore monsters and whatever. Um, and then finally it needs to not make any sense at all. Well, it can make a little sense, but they usually don't like the beyond this movie doesn't make any sense. Like, it, it very like there's a couple of things about it that do like oh, okay yeah, that makes sense yeah. but in general the beyond doesn't no, make any sense no sense so my handful of movies that are like this that i really love uh, are this one the beyond hellraiser 2 mm, yeah the void uh-huh. event horizon and to a lesser extent videodrome okay 
Videodrome. Yeah. No, no, I think that fits. Okay, there's lots of gore in Videodrome. Yeah. There's oh. lots of effects, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's no. definitely more cerebral than the other films, but it's, I don't know. Um, but yeah, those are some of my favorite movies, and I call them, and I don't know if this is completely original, or I'm the first person to say this, or like... I'm sure you're not. I, I don't think I am. I think I picked this up somewhere. I'm not going to take credit for it, but I call these haunted house movies, because when you're going through a haunted house... <laughs> What you just want to see shit. Yeah. You just want to see crazy stuff. I like you just, that. You yeah. just want to see, you know, like if some crazy, cool looking, like decrepit clown zombie comes up to you and screams in your face, like you don't want to know his backstory. No. Like you don't want to ask some questions. Like explain penis. to me your whole deal. What is this? Yeah, no. Give no. me a synopsis. Give me a plot. You don't care. I just, just like, like to oh, say shit, what that awesome. circus dick do. <laughs> well, oh, well, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that threw me off. <laughs> threw the clown that? off too what the, yeah what, <laughs> wait you should say that <laughs> you should go to a haunted house and, and sexually proposition the, um, <laughs> no i don't want them to take me up on the offer yeah, that right. we had gang banged in the what? like What's fucking <laughs> ball pit <laughs> what wait what haunted house have you gone to that has a ball pit there's like there was like one clown one <laughs> Mike's like, no. there was a clown one where i like went down the like a slide really yeah what happens was like they like it was one Can where they could touch you typical for a no, it's not. where they could touch you pit? and they grabbed random people to go down the slide okay. i went down the slide michael you were there it was in the clown room yeah the it was clown like room, Penhurst michael. or something anyways it was a couple years ago anyway so my point is that like you don't with these movies, you don't care that they don't make sense. Yeah. Just like Event Horizon, the entire and like very little of that movie makes sense too. Um, but they're just they're just showing you visual after visual after visual of like look at this crazy shit. Yeah. Look at this crazy look shit. Look what I could do. Look, at, <laughs> look what I could do. Um, so yeah, this fits into that category. Like I said, that very small category of movies for me. Um, I'll try to think about it more. I'm sure there's other movies that are like this that I could put into yeah, sure. this list. But those were those were the five that I took off the top of my head. I don't even know if video drum belongs in that list. But anyway, I love this movie. I think it's great. Love all the gore. Love the crazy nonsense stuff that happens. Um Yeah, that's the thing too. When the stuff that it's almost like the stuff that doesn't make sense in the movie almost elevates the entertainment value for me because mm -hmm. it, it makes it funny almost like okay <laughs> like yeah like oh no the little girl's eyes turned why yeah, i don't know I don't who know cares either. it's pretty fun though like anyway that's all i got to say for initial thoughts okay well let's get spoilers to ahoy hoy oh boy boy let's do frightening facts frightening facts ah. All right, let's do crew and cast. Mm -hmm. This was obviously directed and written by Lucio. Oh, it wasn't written by... Oh, screenplay by Lucio Fulci. Story was by Dardano Sacchetti. And this stars some people that I will list right Please. now in a second. Once I click that, now I will list them. Uh, Catriona McCall. McCoyle? McCall? McCoyle? McCall. McCall. David Warbeck. Cinzia Monreal. Oh, I like that for Cinzia. That's a cool name. Or is it Chinzia? I think it's Cinzia. Cinzia. Uh, Antoine St. John, Veronica Lazar, Larry Ray, Giovanni Danava, Al Cliver, Michelle Mirabella, Guillaume Paola Saccarola, Maria Pia Marsala. Italian names. Laura <laughs> De Marchi, and I'm going to stop there. The rest are just like zombies. Uh... 
Yeah, you got some facts for us. So I got us? a couple I will share. Okay. Um, so director Lucio Fulci had his zombie star Tissa Farrow in mind for the lead in this film, but by that time, Farrow had left the acting profession. Uh, and Swedish rock band... <laughs> Why are you reading them so slow? <laughs> Swedish rock band Europe based the song Seven Doors, Ho- sorry, Seven Doors Hotel from from their first album on this film. Oh, really? The That's lyrics cool. are a basic retelling of the plot of the film. What, the s- what band? Europe. Oh, Europe, yeah. It's Europe. like 80s hair metal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song became a big hit in Japan and is still a popular track at their live shows. That's cool. I'm going to have to look that up. And the last fact that I have is this film was never seen in America in its uncut form until 1998 when Grindhouse releasing tracked down the original master and restored the film, playing it at midnight shows at selected cities. Quentin Tarantino's Rolling Thunder Pictures released the restored DVD as it was his favorite horror film when initially released in 1983. Oh, that's cool. Bam. I would love to see this uh, like a drive-in. Oh, or, yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. I could see them giving out barf baggies for that, too. Oh, that'd be uh, great. Yeah. Damn, we don't get cool stuff like that, though, mm-hmm. here in New Jersey. No. That's stuff that they do. I mean, Mahoning, in, but... In cool towns. Well, that's one place in, like, Pennsylvania. But it's close enough. I guess. I guess. Anyway. Anyway. You go to other places. You go to, like, Vegas or, like, Austin, Texas or, like, Portland or la they're they're doing stuff like that all the time are you just naming cities now well those no, cool cities that do cool stuff and have cool people that like cool things unlike new jersey fucking new jersey <laughs> you know what i'm saying yep <laughs> yeah what are you reading <laughs> what nothing uh let's do spookcifics yeah let's go for it spookcifics Sorry, I was looking at barf bags. I didn't have any. Okay. It's very interested in that. I see. Okay, uh, let's y- go. You go. All right. So I love the. So I don't have a lot, and I feel bad because I'm kind of breaking stuff down. But uh, th- the opening 1927 flashback in that wonderful, weird sepia yellow yeah, the tones. Sepia tone. I yeah, cool. love it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I thought the visuals there were really cool. Um, especially like great shots with that earlier lighting. You have shadows and lights on yeah, faces. Yeah, it was very cool. So really cool. Very um, a horror. Oh yes. So I love that. I love the classic Fulci score. I thought it was especially fun and good in this film. Well, let's go back to the beginning part. Okay. That dude getting crucified to the set. Like, oh yeah. It starts, I was getting there. Yeah. It starts right out the gate. Yeah. Uh, get it? Right out of the gate because mm. Gates of Hell trilogy. Oh, you should have said that in your frightening facts. This is uh this is one of the movies in oh, Le- yeah. it's a loose trilogy uh, of of uh, movies. It's called the Gates of Hell trilogy. It's the Beyond, House by the Cemetery, mm-hmm. and City of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. The other two though, I think they're good. There's they not... are good. Neither of them are, in my opinion. I think they're a bit boring. In my opinion, neither of them come anywhere yeah. close to this movie. I agree with that. They're fun though. And uh, which one does the ch- does the chick that chick vomit up her all of her intestines? It's the second one, right? That's the graveyard the ha- one. Yeah, House by the Cemetery. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because I watched the other one more recently. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, I was talking about like the special effects for that. They're like chaining him to, he's got chained, yeah. gets smacked in the face by a chain. Yeah, that's cool. They're cutting him up. They're nailing him to the fucking wall. They're torturing the dude. Yeah. He, it, he was not having a good time. No. It looks great though. Yeah. And then yeah. they melt him. Yeah. Oof. What is that stuff? I don't know. I guess some form of acid. I just thought it was like paint. It looks like paint. Yeah, but, then it but like it doesn't him. do that. No. I mean, which it could have been, but you know, that was one of those things where it's like, oh, I don't know why this is happening. Yeah. But it's happening. <laughs> yeah, they melted him 
for some reason. They melt, melt ban with the power to melt. They melt other people in this movie, too. Yeah, plenty of melties. Um, I okay. So I'm reading over my notes too, and it looks like uh, it's it's just a lot of scene by scene. Yeah, stuff that's how we do too. things here. We'll work on that. But I have some. I did. I did break down all the questions that I have. Of like, what the fuck is going on? Um, Plumber Joe. I loved him getting his eyes gouged out. I did like Plumber Joe too. He it was just he, funny. He had a a terrible fate. Yeah, but, but even before that, when that painter guy fell off the roof and. After seeing like the lady in the With, window, yeah, saw and Emily it, in the window. It was yeah. hilarious, though. It was like so comical. It was like his dramatic fall from the roof, and it wasn't even like that far up. Well, okay, so He's like, I was gonna say this for favorite quotes, but since you brought it up, um, he uh, where is it? Oh, I went too far. I'd about- sure like to know how a man could fall off a scaffolding six uh, that's six feet wide. And somebody said that the doctor or somebody said yeah. that. I'd love to know how this guy fell off the scaffolding. Doesn't make any sense. I'm I'm watching. And I'm like, we, you mean the scaffolding with no railing yeah. and nothing keeping anyone well, from, he's saying from it's, falling off of it? It was like so <laughs> wide that like he had all that space. Like he so had anyone to, can fall off of that. Yeah, very easily. It's well, very unsafe. It was a weird time because they also <laughs> Dude, they didn't give a shit in the eighties. Had to wait for the doctor to come. <laughs> yeah, but like, like why don't you all just take him to the hospital right away? The doctor came and he's like, oh, we gotta take him to the hospital. Like, what yeah. do you mean we should have did that in the first place? How far did he fall to? 10 feet? I, I don't even know feet? about that. Yeah, he wasn't like even eight? that high. Had to, and he was bleeding from the mouth. Yeah. And like, I mean, I guess you can have like internal injuries from but that. But I'm pretty sure he would have been fine. I would have broke like your neck first. Yeah, But the way he fell, he wouldn't have broken his neck. He wouldn't have broken anything. He would have broke his butt cheeks. Dude, he would have gotten, gotten the wind knocked out of him. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Maybe like throughout his back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really uh, thought that was silly when he fell and you're right he is so dramatic when it made he falls. me laugh that's so hard yeah he, he definitely did not need need to fall like that yeah <laughs> just because you saw someone in the window All yeah right. so back to and then there's also the lady martha like who just pops up in the basement in the beginning who was she i don't know she just shows up she's like a person just to she's die like, later i'm here yeah she's creepy as fuck monotone voice creeping up on people don't trust martha <laughs> but you're supposed you like she's she's supposed to be like her and arthur are supposed to be because they were like they came with the house yeah so are they like watching over the gate i don't who yeah, are they, they have to know something, right? Yeah. I, didn't, I don't know. They didn't make any sense to me. In fact, I wrote down, like, what is up with this Arthur guy? Yeah. Why is he so sweaty and weird? And he's, like, Why always, he's always there. lurking yeah. around? Like, what does he even do in the movie? I don't know. I didn't understand the point of them at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, like, you talk about Joe the plumber, poor guy. Like, Lucio Fulci loves giving us gross eyeball scenes. Oh, uh, yeah. He loves to fuck the eyeballs. Yes. Fuck them right up. <laughs> anyways and then anyways. half of the movie is also at like the hospital or the morgue yeah. in that room i do love that shot where the lady goes into the room full of the dead bodies and the angle is like low from the yeah. back row of the bodies and the room is like all white but then you get the her death is so questionable i loved it what? i loved it what like happens? acid chemical falls off the shelf above well, her hold on, hold on. back up back up a little bit she the the daughter leaves mm-hmm. uh the, the little girl with the red hair that looks yes. like wendy the from, girl who like tortures the lizards in the other movie oh that is her yeah right. uh, there's a that, lot of like double well, cast here deep red oh whatever that, yeah. yeah that wasn't uh Fulci. that was argento. argento but i'm pretty sure it was the same girl maybe not maybe just looked like her i don't know now that i'm thinking about it i don't think it was 
Whatever. Um, little, anyway. little redheads with braids. Yeah, they're all the same. Um, <laughs> but she leaves the room mm-hmm. and the doors closed. Mm-hmm. Or is she outside of the room? She's just outside of the room. Okay, she's just left outside. She didn't go in. And the Joe's wife dresses him. Yeah. One, she doesn't really seem very upset at all. I know. Dude's <laughs> missing his eyes. Dude is missing his fucking He's eyes. He's dead as shit. <laughs> you know? I, she was, yes. Dead, dead as shit. Dead as shit. <laughs> Quote it. But she's not even crying. Yeah. She's just like dressing him. And well, like, maybe blah, she's blah. like, yeah, the insurance. My luck. <laughs> maybe. All right. Bling, bling. And all that jizz. Yeah. Bling, bling, bling. All that jizz. Yeah. Now she can move in um, her little lover. I don't know. But then it shows outside and the little girl's waiting. And then she hears the mom scream. Yeah. And then we go back into the room. I guess she screamed because she saw that other corpse. I guess. But then she fell. But she screams and she's on the ground for some reason. And then the whatever. The, the acid, acid just falls Falls over. for no reason and pours all over her face. But she doesn't react when the acid hits her. So is she already dead? I, see, I don't know. Because like the acid's burning her fucking face. Right. And, and she's, she's not reacting she's like at all. She's unconscious, I guess. Yeah. But like you would probably wake up. I would think so. Yeah, like, <laughs> like fucking ouch. <laughs> I mean, I love the effects there. It's gross. It looks cool and so gross. So gory yeah. and gross. That was a wonderful face melting scene, but don't know how we got there. <laughs> Not sure. Don't why know why it we got there. And why did the little girl try to save her at all? I don't know. So the thing she watches the thing pour on her. She She's just staring. She just watches it. She could have rushed over and moved her mom well, out they of the also way point and that, started like, like getting the acid off and called yeah. the doctors and the like the little Yo. girl is looking back and forth between like her dad, I guess, his body, and uh, then the mom laying there. So she was probably just like upset. In shock. And, yeah, I can see that. I guess there was I another body there she was looking at. Still. So, but still. Little coward. And then she's just like backing up because the like. Her mom's like gooey, like brain matter mixed yeah. with the chemicals is coming around the floor. I love that scene though. I Whatever. thought that was great. She's a coward. <laughs> little pigtailed bitch. Save your mother. Mom sucked though. Did she? No. What did, what did she do wrong? I'm just saying maybe she did. Oh, maybe. Yeah, we don't know their backstory. It's true. She could have been. We abusive. don't know any story. She could have been glad her parents were dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> That's why she went all weird eyes. Probably not though. Hmm. Uh... Yeah, that was the last thing I read here. A little, little pigtailed coward. <laughs> um, did you have anything else about that scene? No. Uh, so, let me read what I write here. Oh, okay. Oh, this, I didn't get this at all. I've seen this movie, like I said. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Jeez. Get it together. I'm sorry. I've seen this movie a, a bunch of times. I don't know how many times. It. Ten times, maybe. Um, and this, I, I have tried every time. Every time this scene comes on, I rewind it and I watch it again and I try to figure out what the fuck is happening and I can't do it. This one with the acid or? Maybe, no. Oh, a different one. This is another scene. So Emily touches a painting that was done by Schweik. Oh God, what a weirdo. And and her hands get all bloody and she's like, ah, and she can't see, she's blind I think Mike pointed that out. I think he was watching that with me and was like, why is her hand? Yeah. Yeah. And then she like, she touches it and then she runs out of the house. Yeah. And then Lisa, the main chick, is Another like weirdo. thinking about it. And we get a flashback to seconds ago where Emily's mm-hmm. running out of the house with the dog. And it repeats like Dickie, four yeah. or five times. And it just, oh, yeah. I just, don't get it. I don't get it. Why? I don't know. It, just, it literally repeats like six times. Were they meant to look similar? I think they looked that I, similar. I thought they looked pretty similar. No, I thought they looked pretty different. But I don't know. I don't know why they did it. It was very confusing. Right? And I think Emily's a weirdo and Liza is even weirder for letting Emily and her freaky eyes into her house. So yeah, I thought she, they all were Yeah, that's the other thing is just, she just Why like, are you here? Yeah. And they, yeah, they keep questioning it through the whole movie where the doctor's like, there's nobody named Emily that lives anywhere in this town. Yeah. There's no blind girl anywhere. Um, Ooh, spooky. Emily being there 
doesn't make any sense. Um, like when like when she dies. We can, we can talk oh, about I love when she dies, we could, though. We could skip ahead. Oh, you're skipping the, the Spideys. Yeah, we'll go back to that. Okay, okay. We're talking about Emily right now. It's just like this, this is some of the, the more profound questions that I had about the movie that don't make any sense. Yeah. So Emily's in her house, just chilling, and all those zombie dudes show up. Which I love. I think it's yeah, a great scene. They look scene. great. And the way that they're like, so they're, gross they're in and the creepy. shadows yeah. and like just the, it looks really, really and cool. And like the shots from outside the house where you could see them in the windows. Yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I loved that. Yeah, very cool. And the gnarly effects. Oh, uh, yeah. Makeup effects. And they Absolutely. all look great. Um, so the dog goes after the Dickie. zombies. Love Dickie, him. Dickie takes care of all the zombies. Wow. He bites them all up and whatever, yeah. get, gets rid of them. And then he goes to protect Emily. Mm. And oh, and the whole time she's screaming like, no, I don't want to go back. Yeah, like, that I, was actually really annoying. Like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> I did what you wanted me to. Like, I was doing my job. I, don't, yeah. I shouldn't have to go back. Why was she saying that stuff? I guess she had to, I don't know, so guard the... Hell sent her there. Yeah. Why? Uh, to get more victims. I have no idea. But she's idea. like telling everybody. She's trying to warn Lisa. Like she's trying to save them. Oh, then I have she's no idea. Maybe that's not what she was supposed to do. I, maybe that's why they came up. And they're mm-hmm. like, hey, you're not supposed to do it. Yeah, exactly. Where you're coming back to hell with us. Yeah. And then the dog was like, arg, I'm turning. And I was, liked that. Was the dog? Oh, the dog turned. Yeah. He had to be like bitten or possessed. He had to have been After possessed. After they show him biting the one dead dude. The dog is with her the whole movie. He mm-hmm. shows up with her. Is the dog also like from I hell? I feel like no, because like his eyes are normal. When he okay. have freaky eyes. There's no dog. Mike says there's no dogs in hell. You're right, babe. Not even hellhounds. All dogs go to heaven. Those are demon sweet baby. dogs. Demon. Those are just little baby angels. Cerebrus. Wait, is that his name? Isn't it one? Yeah. Uh, did I say his name right? Sure. The dog with like the three heads. Cerebus. Cerebrus. No, what's his name in Harry Potter? <laughs> three heads. Fluffy. No, that's the one dog. Cerberus. Cer- whatever. Cerberus. I almost had it. Cerberus Snape. Anyway, I, I didn't understand the stuff with the I dog. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Oh, that's a great it. scene, though. I mean, when, every time the dog turns on her, I'm like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I love it. The like, get it, get it, boy. The dog's killing her now, I guess. Also, it's not his job to take care of you. Like, after, you know, he's a dog. After the dog risks its life to save you and kill all these zombies now it's gonna now yeah. it's gonna go eat, like well because right. well, i feel like there was like a turning that we couldn't tell because maybe. the movie is confusing uh, that way who knows but i'm here for it yeah that's what i'm saying like uh, all right <laughs> that's why i said like this movie just shows you shit and yeah. it's like all right this is, it looks cool there was also other questionable things there's a lightning in the library and lightning in the basement and why is there lightning inside these buildings i don't know also like <laughs> don't mess up the books please like that's my dream still work in this library just roll around oh, in these right, like yeah. little sliding ladders oh you're talking about the library oh let's so, get to yeah, it yeah t- tarantula scene iconic iconic indeed but also questionable what? where'd they come from why do, are there what tarantulas are they doing? and tarantulas don't do no, that they don't do that at all they're so cute <laughs> i love it though do like, tarantulas that really squeak like that no, that is not noises that tarantula makes. Uh, tarantula makes. I'm pretty sure. Okay, because every that was tar- like a weird sound effect. Every they use. movie I see that has tarantulas in it, they they squeak. I don't know. And I've I like, never I've heard never that. Never heard tarantula squeak no way. ever. I mean, I'm not around them a lot, but my sister's ex boyfriend had one too, so I never heard that. Never squeaked. But they use like them? a no. Why? They didn't let me. Oh, that sucks. They like um. I would hold a tarantula. I would too. They're so cute. They like use like a rubber ducky effect in this. I don't know. <laughs> I swear. Man, those days, some of those tarantulas too looked 
Oh, Very I questionable. loved it. I wish we had a fake one to take pictures <laughs> that's with. Why, yeah, that's why I texted you. I wanted to. Oh, I'm going to get one for next Halloween. All right. They're so cute. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I love that scene. There it's so stupid. It. it really doesn't hold up, though. He's like, like just lightning and he falls off his ladder and here comes these tarantulas just tearing up his face. He's conscious. He's paralyzed, yeah. right? He must have like broke his back when he fell. Yeah, maybe like he can't move. Yeah, his neck or something. Yeah. And while this while it look, it does look gnarly it doesn't look realistic whatsoever no. but it does look cool and it's a little it's still a little like when they go after his tongue and shit oh. you are like oh, okay that's gross yeah please don't it looks kind of silly don't. but it's still fucking gross it's still really gory um but the idea of having your face torn apart and your mouth and your tongue and shit like violated by tar- tarantulas mm-hmm. while you're conscious and you can't do anything about it is nightmares t- is terrifying. there are people whose fears are spiders horrifying yeah I don't mind these big boys. The little ones freak me out, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they get into your crevices. Ew. Yeah. Stay out of my crevices. Don't talk to me. Talk to Spideys. Spideys, you stay out of my crevices. No. Um, but anyway, what a horrible way to die that oh, would be. Yeah. And he shouldn't have even really died, right? I mean, Probably they not. just fucked up his face. Yeah. He would have he lived through that. Yeah. There's no they reason he like, would have died. They were like him yeah. up or anything. The tongue is what really got me. Ooh. It's when they bit into his tongue. And I'm like, oh, Beautiful. God. It's gross. Such a good one. Yeah, really nasty. Um, why did the plumber's zombies, plumber zombies corpse show up at Emily's I don't place? know. It, why was Maybe it? that's where he died. So that's so, his. but his body was in the hospital and then his body shows up as a zombie in under the bat in the bathtub under all that gross shit in the water. Yeah. And pulls the plug out yeah, and there's yeah. plumber Joe. Maybe. It's, what was he doing there? Maybe it's not his body, <laughs> but his ghost. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. He walked. No, he, took a, he took a taxi. He took a taxi. And then yeah. he just needed a, a relaxing bath yeah. in nasty water. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a plumber. The kill know. is pretty gnarly. He like, mm. more, we get more eye shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's my favorite one. Oh, sorry. Uh, we already talked about Emily. Why was she killed by her own dog? And then later, how do we get back to the morgue? Because uh, we're there. Because then there's the other doctor who's just shooting the zombies. But no, they went to the hospital. They were yeah. trying to. Oh, yeah. They were trying to do something. But then he's like, "Oh, love, these zombies are coming. I'm gonna shoot them." But and I've noticed that on these these headshots work. Let me keep <laughs> wait, shooting wait, wait. the yeah. body. I had I had a major problem with that too. Like he really wasn't connecting the dots. So like he shot at least three of them. Yeah. In the head, yeah. and they all fell. And he saw that. And then he kind of moves again and puts more bullets and whatever and starts shooting him in the bodies again. Like, yeah. dude, you haven't figured this shit out yet? <laughs> it was just, it made me You're laugh. You're a doctor. Yeah, because he says that. Supposed Believe to be me, I'm smart. a doctor. Oh, that was really frustrating. That was the guy. Then that, yeah, I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Why he was doing that. <laughs> I wrote, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, then it got foggy. I don't know. I, I don't like, know. It was like all foggy. It was giving me like reanimator like I did like the scenes in the hospital. I love, oh, I like I too. love horror hospital and, and I don't know how to say words. Scenes. I, in, me like horror in hospitals. Big scare. Ouch. <laughs> Big scare hospital. <laughs> um, yeah. I just want to make sure I ask all the questions that I wanted to oh, ask. Oh, yes, because please. Because I don't have much. I don't really have much more to say. Just that I really liked the ending. Oh, one of the biggest... I should have mentioned this in the very beginning. One of the one of the main, the biggest things that happens in the beginning that you're just like, why? Why are you doing this? So, um, 
Oh, where'd it go? Where did it go? Where did I write it? All right. Well, maybe I didn't write it down. But so there it is. There it is. Found it. They take Joe's body and the and, but they also take the floating corpse from mm-hmm. the house, the house yeah. that they found, the corpse that they found in the basement after they find Joe's dead body. They take them both to the morgue, yes. and Joe's body's there, and you focus mostly on Joe. But at one point, uh, there's that dude with the golden muy mustachio <laughs> and the the kind of longish hair, which what a terrible look that was. Yeah. Um, he takes. <laughs> this doesn't make any fucking sense. He hooks. The dead corpse that's been sitting in water for a hundred years. Yeah. It's for literally a hundred years, I think, right? However long ago yeah. it was. 72 to now. That's when it came back. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know how long it's been yeah. sitting there, but it's been sitting there for a long ass time. It's dead. Correct. It's very dead. But Mui Mustachio dude hooks, <laughs> it, hooks it up to a heart monitor? Uh, yeah. Why does he hook the corpse up to a heart monitor? He's a doctor. He's clearly dead. He's been dead for a yeah, long, no, he looks, long he looks, time. He looks fresh. <laughs> the only reason they did that was so that they could have like show that he's coming back to life. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, so, his heart monitor. Yeah. So like, but there's no reason he would have done that. And also oh, his heart wouldn't so have really done anything. So silly. Yeah, and that's like, do do zombies' hearts beat? No, no, they don't. No. <laughs> what are you? Or else you'd probably be able to kill them that way. No, right? You'd be able to shoot them in the heart. They don't need a heart. <laughs> yeah, this, this, no way. I love this movie so much. I do too. It's so dumb, but in what, the great way. What is the matter, Meeple? Okay, okay, go on. Um. Oh, you don't have anything else, do nope, you? Nope. I just really like that ending. It's very. It feels very unhappy. I do love the ending too. It's very uh, what? Unhappy. Yeah. It's very. <laughs> That's how I like very it. Very bleak ending. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of stroll off into hell, and then they become part of hell. Yeah. Which is their like, eyes. Fun. Yep. On, um, they do a very similar ending. The void kind uh-huh. of took yeah. took cues from the end of this, which but I thought I d- thought was very cool. That's like my only problem with the void is the CGI during that part. Oh, it doesn't look that bad. I think in this movie, I liked it a little bit better. Because uh, it's older and yeah. more. Yeah. It was like a painting, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looked cool. It did. It looked really cool. Let me just make sure I got all the stuff. All right. La, 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 la. Uh, He's reading his notes. Did we ask why the little girl's eyes turned? Was she possessed? Uh, we don't she know. She didn't get bit by anything. Nope, nothing. She just becomes... And that's why I thought like maybe the dogs <laughs> should have done that before he attacked her. Ah, that would have made more been sense. S- yeah. I guess they didn't want to put any contacts on the dog. Yeah. yeah and what was the dog? Uh, you know. Was it a demon dog? Well, she named him Dickie, so he was just paying her back. All right. Did she find the dog? Was it a real dog? Uh, we don't know. She just shows up with it. Yeah. That's a problem. Uh, oh, oh, I did have one. Who was Schweik <laughs> other than a painter, right? Yeah. He painted the picture of hell. Uh-huh. And when he was dead, because he says like, no, you can't kill me. Like, I, I'm protecting you from the gates. I have yeah, to keep the gate said, closed. Yeah. And then they kill him and they put him in the wall. But, like, maybe, nothing happens. Maybe he was supposed to be, like, the guard to the Maybe, the but they kill him and they put him in there and then nothing happens for I, yeah. a thousand years or whatever. Maybe that was the plan. That doesn't make any sense. Maybe it takes a long time for them to to pack up all their stuff they want to break with them to start <laughs> Everyone the Everyone in hell is coming Yeah, maybe. they got to really, like, plan their itinerary. <laughs> right. So... All right, okay. You know, after breakfast, and it has to be a good breakfast, they all get breakfast together, and then... Okay. Is this why know? Satanists are always late? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm just kidding. If you're a Satanist. Yeah, they don't actually believe in Satan. I know. Wait, yes, they do. No, they don't. They don't? 
No. They don't even believe in Satan? They, he's like a mascot because he's just like the biggest, like, mischievous little no. character. No, it's everything. Like, it's like their motto is like believing in yourself. Believing in yourself. And, yeah, I knew that stuff. dope. I really thought they believed in Satan. Though. No. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, his whole character didn't make any sense to me. What was the point of him yeah. at all other than he made a painting? Just to be there in the beginning, yeah. When they crucify him, the end shot after he's crucified mm-hmm. on the thing and he, after all, they he's melt melted his, yeah. and stuff and he's just on there. is really gnarly. Oh, looking. yeah, it is. And that's, I feel like the point is just to have yeah, that just scene. Like, oh, yeah. We, uh, we're we're going to torture this guy. We're going to torture and crucify this guy. Yeah. Why? Yeah, you know, he's like, a, war, he's like a warlock. But, like, how is he a warlock? Hey, it's got this book, you know. He played Dungeons and Dragons. He, he made a painting that looks kind of scary. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what happens after he dies? Nothing. He dead. He just dead. He dead. <laughs> it's no point other than to die. That yes, was the exactly. Point of That's the point of most of the scenes in this movie. Uh, you're right. I can't argue with you. I, what did I just say? I can't argue. Did I say I can't argue with you? Yeah, you were correct. Okay. I felt like I said that wrong. <laughs> We need to be done soon. We my, are. My brain is turning to mush because none of this movie makes any sense at all. But we still love it. Oh my God, I love this movie so much. Again, like it's it's fun to make, like when yeah. we did Hellraiser 2. Oh, we did that movie. movie way too early in this podcast. We should have, we should have waited. All right, let's start talking about movies. it right now. <laughs> okay, let's, we're going to go take a break and then we're going to talk about Hellraiser 2. <laughs> um, but that was one of the funnest things about talking about Hellraiser 2 was all, not, not yeah. a single scene in that movie makes sense. But we're here for it. Hell yeah. Do you got Hell anything else? Hellraiser 2, yeah. Nope, that's it for me. Cool, let's do uh, you have any, uh, creepy questions. I don't have any creepy questions. I don't either. Uh, maybe I'm thinking about getting rid of that segment. Yeah, because we can ask our questions during the, during the thing. Yeah, whatever. All right, we're getting rid of creepy questions. It's no longer a segment. Goodbye, creepy questions. <laughs> uh, but we will do freaky favorites. Yeah, it's a good thing you never made a thing for creepy questions. Yeah. It's always a flop. We're always like, well, I just asked all the questions I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, stupid idea. Um, your favorite kill. Uh, I'm going to go with, I think it was Martha, actually. The nail through the back of the head. Joe gets her and her eyeball pops out. Yeah, that's cool. I loved it. It was gross. It is gnarly. It's actually hard here. to pick because there's so many good ones here. There's a ton of kills in this movie. I just kept changing really it and changing it until I was like, this is it. I'm just going to stop here. Every kill is my favorite. Yeah. Duh. But it really is hard to t- like pick one. Yeah. I, I picked uh, uh, the little redhead pigtail coward girl. Mm-hmm. Um, her getting shot <laughs> in the head after she turns. Oh, into a, that was great! Exploded. Yeah, she. It like really yeah. looked crazy it and did. nasty. I loved it. That it was just a like shot. explodes her entire forehead and just like the front of her face. Yeah, I see it's just blood. Which uh, is ridiculous. It was just a regular like gunshot that, that wouldn't have happened at all. <laughs> In order, he would have had to have had like some like 50 caliber mm-hmm. bullet for that or like a shotgun yeah, for that no to way. happen to her face. Yeah, but that just would have been a little bullet hole. But it was wonderful. It, it fucking blew her yeah. face off. She deserved it. She did a little <laughs> coward. You little pigtailed coward. I'd probably leave my mom too though. That's too, that's too much work. <laughs> I'm a little You might have gotten some of it like on your shoe. Yeah. That would yeah. have been bad. Then and you then have to get new could shoes. I out my toe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> her melting made no sense. Oh well. But I loved it. Favorite character? Um, it's a double. Those adorable fuzzy tarantulas, I wrote but the tarantulas. also Dickie the dog, who's handsome and a good boy and super brutal. And <laughs> super brutal. So the tarantula babies and Dickie the dog. I put the tarantulas. They're so cute. They, they were fun. They did wonderful. They were like the best part of the movie. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. 
Uh, and your favorite quote. Okay, so she asks Joe the plumber, how long will it take? And he says, it'll take as long as it takes. Which yeah. made me laugh. Like, sass. Yeah, like, I bet you, you're gonna, basically he was like, that was plumber speech for, yeah. you're gonna pay me a lot of fucking money. Is, what, <laughs> is what's gonna happen. <laughs> um, this, I didn't even really put a favorite quote. I put a quote that kind of encapsulates the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, encapsulates, got it. Emily touches Schweik's painting and the room 36 bell rings and her hands start bleeding. Mm-hmm. And she goes, that's the bell. That's the bell from room 36. And then she goes, that's where he was killed, in his room. And she was talking about Schweik. Yeah. Um, he wasn't killed in his room. No. He was killed, killed in the basement. basement yeah. Like, wh- <laughs> come on, man. Really? Details. Fulci. Mm. Fulci. Details. Uh, I don't think he, he can hear you now. Details. Fulci. He's probably in hell, right? <gasps> Fulci. Details, man. Yeah, just guarding the gate. Huh? He's just guarding the gate. No, he's making movies for all the demons. Nice. They love wow. this shit. Save me a seat. <laughs> um, do you really like to think of your horror directors as like being in heaven? I don't think there's a heaven or a hell, bud. Oh, that's true. But I mean, if just figuratively you were talking that for They're fun. They're just dead, dead. Okay. Whoa. What happened? Uh, but, uh, you didn't hear that? No. Nope. Yeah, it's making all kind of weird beepy noises. Um. So, yeah. That's it. That's it. Right? We did that. Wow, what an anticlimactic ending to this episode. It was good. Ah, my phone's we making weird it. noises. I guess we're done. <laughs> thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for listening to another episode of Forsaken Cinema Podcast. You could tell we lost steam by yeah, the Yeah, we very much lost steam. Um, and there's so much more to do for the rest of the day. It's Memorial Day. Anyway, thank you for listening to the episode. You can uh, find us on the internet at forsakencinema.com where you can message us you can uh, follow the link to our tea public and get some merch you can read about the show you can listen to all the episodes oh yeah Um, yeah you can do everything from that website or you can follow us on Instagram at Forsaken Cinema you can follow us on Facebook at Forsaken Cinema (laughs) Uh, not really on Twitter or you can email us Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com that's the one and you should email us or you should message us let us know what you think of the show um suggest movies suggest segments whatever interact yeah suggest themes tell us how cool we are yes tell us how cool we are tell us how suggest me a new book to read there you go i'd love to hear your suggestions on books there that's all all do all that stuff Mm -hmm. and wherever you're listening please rate review subscribe and share 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 we will talk to you guys next week Bye. Bye.